everybody to the Turn Zero Podcast. We have big news for you today. Sooner's back. How's it going, Sooner? Hey. That was vacation. It was good. Nice and relaxing. Very nice. Very nice. Um, This evening, we also have Todd, myself, Chris, and Todd made an executive decision and brought Mike on. Uh, I guess, welcome, Mike. You know, he brought me on because he's starting to realize that Venom is phenomenal. Yeah, you just got to just... Get that in there. Make sure people know. They gotta realize. If they don't know yet, they will. They will. I'll. I'll. I'll they'll learn today. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they will, Mike. But you know what? You're, that's what you're here for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just let everybody know. Every day, uh, multiple times a day. <laughs> anyway, so um, now that we're back, we have um, quite a few things to go over. We had a. We had a big character release. Um, if you listen to some past episodes, we've gone over most of these characters, um, with the exception of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, who weren't out um, the last time we did a show. Um, tonight, we will be talking some Quicksilver, because Todd and I have played some uh, games with him. Um, we'll leave Scarlet Witch a little bit later, until we uh, get a chance to play with her some more. Um, but we have that, and we have a couple new objectives, which is a big deal, because we just got over the the hired muscle debacle and the... Uh, 19-point citizen debacle, and we might have a new one. So um, let's kick this off by talking about some Quicksilver. Um, Quicksilver is a three-threat, five-health character with a long move, which makes sense. Uh, Size two, three, three, and three defense. Uh, He has an attack called Supersonic Strike, three range, four die. Uh, Gains power equal to damage dealt on a crit and a shield. He can dash. So after the attacker's resolve, this character may advance short. On a wild and a hit, he has velocity. After the attacker's resolve, he may make another supersonic strike attack. This attack may not target the original character. Uh, Something important with that, unlike similar attacks with the uh, automatic pistols, this does not have a limit on the number of times you do it. It doesn't have a special rule that says you cannot... um, the extra attack doesn't have the same uh, rule right. on it. Um, so as long as you have multiple t- characters to hit, that thing can go infinite. Um, he also has a Cyclonic Vortex. It's three range, six die for two. After the attacker's resolve, the character may advance medium. Um, his first superpower is called Speedster for two power. If this character is not holding an objective token, it advances long. Superpower can only be used once per turn. He also has Can't Catch Me for three power. When this character is targeted by an attack, he may use a superpower. This character advances short. If at the end of the advance, the character is outside the attack's range or the attacker's line of sight, the attack ends. Uh, if it's the attacker's activation and the attack did not target multiple characters, the attacker may make another attack action. It'll be used once per turn. So this is Loki's trickster. Uh, he also has supersonic reflexes, which is basically just spider sense. When this character is defending against uh, physical or energy attacks, or making a dodge roll, it may re-roll up to two of its defense dice or dodge dice, which is important. Uh, he also has wall crawler. Um, so Quicksilver is kind of interesting. Uh, who would like to take it away first? What do you think about Quicksilver? What do you got, Sooner? I mean, I think he's fine. I think he's a fine three-threat character. I think he's a little uh, a little niche. Uh, I think you want him on like a D scenario, something that's spread out. I don't think you want him on any kind of grouped uh, scenario. Um, I like how they said you cannot do speedster with an objective token. I hope that is a trend that continues and maybe even errata some of the movement shenanigans uh, to that. 
I agree um, 100% on that one. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think he's got a lot of good defensive tech with the, you know, the trickster and then uh, his reflexes. Um, so, I mean, I think he's a good character. He's not going to do a whole lot of damage. I think it's interesting on a supersonic strike, the dash and velocity, neither of those are the same dice to make happen. So mm. you're very, very, very rarely ever going to get a dash and a velocity. Uh, you know, you're not even going to get either of those very often, but certainly you'll very rarely get them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that the speedster is limited too, because I, I know it's not an official or competitive game, but I got the brakes beat off me by a ghost rider driving the fuck away with an objective token <laughs> in one of the, uh, um, what are they called? The uh, Ultimate Encounters? Yeah. The, the Wakanda one that came out. Um, <clears throat> I know I have a little bit of a different opinion than Todd, so I'm going to jump in before Todd. Um, but um, when I played against Todd last night, um, he was using Quicksilver. Um, I felt like he was threatening all the time because of just the extreme range that he can move. So I was constantly worried about my back secures. Um because, you know, with three long moves, essentially, he has the ability to cross the board one and a half times. <laughs> so um, I, I thought that was a challenge dealing with him and, and constantly having to be worried about what was going on behind me. Because if, you know, I activated and didn't do something to control him, that back point was as good as gone, in my opinion. Um, so, Todd, I know you had a different take on it after our game. So you want to jump in? I think he's straight garbage. Mm. They're just <laughs> laid out there. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me how, tell me how I you thought you really it. liked him after the panel play. You like loved him. Uh, so I did. I did. And then I got to actually play him. Um, and like he fit uh, again, like uh, I, I think this is going to be like fucking beating a dead horse. But of course, I put him in spiders um, and, and I wanted to play him there and give him a shot and see how he felt. Um, he, he does everything that the spiders can do, except actually he has no ability to really generate power. Um, yeah. that, that builder is God awful. Yeah. Um, when Chris said he's worried about, sorry to interrupt you real quick, Todd, but yeah. when Chris said he's worried about his back points, I'm like, well, what attacks are you worried about? I mean, yeah, yeah. it's a four dice. If you get really lucky, you can velocity, but it's not on the same target. So more on the fact that he can run back there and contest it, I think. Yeah. Is right. Problem. Well, so, so on, and, and that's the thing, right? Like he's, He's going to see play on niche scenarios, right? Like he's going to see play on secures that don't require interact abilities because ones that require interact abilities slow him down um, because he cannot generate power on his own to be able to pay for the speedster and be able to pay to interact with things. Um, so, and, and that's where he runs into problems. Uh, and and to, to the point, like I know Chris was worried about the, the situation that we had and he saw it as him being able to get there. And for me, I saw him as being able to just possibly make it out there, but not be able to afford to interact. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and, and that's that's where I was looking at him because I was like, well, maybe I can move attack with this awesome four-die builder, hope to hit one power, and then maybe be able to do what I need to do on the other end of it. Uh, and, and it just was never a situation where any of that lined up to be effective. Um, I think when standard secures, maybe like D's and B's that don't force you to interact with the secure as well, um, he might be a little bit better there. Um, but he is not a reliant source of damage. He does not have reliant uh, or a good builder. 
outside of affiliation or a force. Um, so I could see him. I could see him filling some pretty cool roles in a force and brotherhood, but that's about it. I mean, I think he's like a defensive uh, Zemo in a way. I mean, I think Zemo's a lot better three threat character, but I think this guy is very defensive. Uh, so a very mobile defensive character who does not do very well attacking. That's pretty niche. I think the only place I could really see him make a real big impact would be like a wide criminal syndicate list. Yeah, that sort of makes sense because uh, they, they want to do what I'm worried about Quicksilver doing, which is just go stand on a point and contest it. Um, the, the four dice, like we've had this problem going back to freaking Winter Soldier. A four die attack with no rerolls and no pumps is pretty rough. Yeah, real rough. <laughs> well, I, I think this guy is worse than Winter Soldier. Ooh, ooh. Um, and and I'll, I'll go so I'll go so far as to say this is the first character that even on hammers only becomes average, not better. Ooh, ooh. He's got Listen. bad offense. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's he does not have a good offense. Um, I think he's literally there just to stay alive and stay on the board and get to wherever you want. But that, does that does that do anything is the question. So if he had some kind of control element to him or the ability, like he has no ability to displace opponents. Like he's got movement for days. Like don't get me wrong. He's got awesome re-rolls. Um, like they're good. Um, but right now and where we're at in this game and where it's going forward – like we also just had a bunch of characters drop with a lot of good mystic attacks that really make some of these characters that can only reroll against energy and physical feel a whole lot less good. Yeah. Well, well, let's throw this in there. So he had a tactics card come with him. Let's see if this improves your opinion at all. So Not a bit. Okay. Well, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> this I, mean, is I, called... didn't, I, didn't, I didn't give my opinion, but it's okay. <laughs> well, we'll. Uh, I'll. I'll. I'll tap you for this one, Mike. So oh, okay. Thank uh, you. This is called. Can I borrow that? It's an unaffiliated reactive. After an attack made by an allied Quicksilver that damaged an enemy character holding an asset of token is resolved, Quicksilver may spend two power to play this card. Move one asset token from the target character to Quicksilver. He picks up and is now holding that token. This card does not allow that character to hold more tokens than the crisis specifies. Mike, you didn't get to say your piece, so why don't you why don't you say what, how you feel now that you have the whole spectrum of Quicksilver? I think Quicksilver is only playable in Brotherhood. That's my opinion. Like, I, I and I'm a Brotherhood player. I, I like Brotherhood as a faction. I've been playing on. They actually helped me get back into the game. Um, I think as a Brotherhood player, I play Quicksilver because he's a three drop, and Brotherhood has some good characters. You got Magneto at, at six. You got Scarlet Witch at five. So you need some cheap characters to help you actually build your list. And Quicksilver gives you that, and he gives you some other things. Um, do I play Can I Borrow That? Uh, I, I really don't know. Because the, the, the fact is, is why, that— why, If you need a cheap character to fill out your roster, why don't you just run Mystique over him? I, I still run Mystique. That's the thing. There you you go. know, I still run Mystique. Mystique is the obvious choice over Quicksilver. Yep. But if I'm going to a higher point value— and I want it, and I need to keep the quick the the the, the affiliation bonus going. Um, Quicksilver can fit his way in there. Um, if you're running with the Magneto affiliation bonus, you can give him some power because he's obviously not going to generate his own yeah. unless he unless he takes damage. Yeah. Um, and the can I borrow that is going to be playable only if you're sitting on four power with Quicksilver, which is what turn four. 
because yeah. he's not building his own power. Um, unless he's taking damage. So you're gonna have to probably pay two to do his his big attack, the cyclone vor- cyclonic vortex, which is a six die attack, um, physical attack. Yep. So you're running into maybe four dice, defense wise. And then you have to do damage, and then pay another two to steal the asset token. Yeah. So, um, but I, I, I do see play with him in Brotherhood. I don't see play with him outside of Brotherhood. To be very honest, out of if you're running a, a list and you need a and you're going to throw a flex three drop character into your list, why is it going to be Quicksilver? It's not going to be Quicksilver. You right, got you got yeah. Valkyrie, you got Shuri, you got Miles, you got. You you got all these other you got Domino coming out soon. You got all these other three drop characters that are going to that are superior to him in every way. In every way. Yeah, I don't that, think you'll really see anybody say he's not a niche character. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I, which I is think, fine. Like it's yeah. They I, need I, I get to, it. Every yeah. character that comes out can't be like oh it immediately goes in my roster. So it's fine exactly to, to put exactly. out niche characters. But so. as a Brotherhood player, he is in my list. Uh, he's going to see play in my list. Um, I got, you know, he's got play around because with 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 Brotherhood, um, you're throwing in Magneto. You got you you can run things that get uh, with characters within range three. Magneto get cover, correct? Because of that that one tactic card you can play and keep playing if you're running a Brotherhood. Magnetic refraction. Exactly. Yeah. So you throw that along with his um, supersonic reflexes, where he gets he's getting re rolls. Um, that he could become very a very tanky. So now he, you know, he becomes stronger in Brotherhood. So he's good. He's good in Brotherhood. If you're running Brotherhood, I think you run Quicksilver. If you're not running Brotherhood, I think Quicksilver is going to be not in your list. So he's also an Inhuman. Is Does he human? fill that three point role better than Crystal and Inhumans or Beast? <laughs> no. Be- the Beast is Beast is a beast. The Beast is a beast. I mean, they're, they're beast is a beast. I, I was really high on him when we saw. Them. So here's the other thing that's fun about these panel plays. You get these highlights of these characters, and you're like, oh, like I can see where these things will play. And then you get to full spectrum when you get the card revealed, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute, oh, oh that's that's just nowhere near as exciting as it sounded. And they made me buy this guy because I didn't know. Um, Quicksilver's but- movement shenanigans is. Not as good as Beast movement. You know, oh no, his his movement is amazing. No, yeah, I get, that, but Beast gets, has awesome movement too. Yeah, but Nowhere Beast near. is a, Beast ambush can be a bad thing. Yeah, you, true, true. That is that, that's very true. Yeah, um, I, I think I think his movement is amazing. Uh, and again, like I said, I think on secures that don't require interacts, he's probably got some play there. Uh, he, he probably needs a little bit more testing, and I'm probably being a bit harsh on him based on the game that we played. Um, but he was absolutely the weakest link for me. And while he was also at the same time, from Chris's point of view across the board, a piece that Chris felt like he had needed to have some kind of control over. I um, will say this, though. What's the Inhuman special affiliation bonus? They get to roll a die over. No, so no, the, no. Uh, they get to give him oh, power. They get the power. Yeah. Need to move power around so Quicksilver can get the power that he may not technically be building. He might be able to get it to do his speedster moves or even do his um right and then not attack. interact with anything. Well, I think they only get to give the power to use for an attack, or is it just all the time? Sooner is it just straight? No, up? it's like R and D. 
Okay. There's his R and D. The you're thinking of the Cyclops one where they can actually pay power to it for the attack. Yes. Yeah, but the problem I'm is, is the last person you want to be giving all your power to is Quicksilver. Thank like, you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You want to be giving your power to like Black Bolt and other people, Medusa and other Medusa. people that can do work. Yeah. yeah. So he's also an Avenger. Does he do anything for them? Or are they kind of off the table right now while Captain America exists as their leader? Ah, Speedster's only one. Speedster from one. You got some crazy movement. That's catch, awesome, man. Catch me is only two. I mean, I think if you take him as a pure Avenger, he does have two abilities that, like, you know, can't catch me is a reactive ability. And He'll Speedster, get to use two turns later. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, he can grab an objective and run with it. I, I look. I, I'm telling you right now. From I won't play him in anything that doesn't have a power gen ability. I'm, I will. Like I said, I think he plays in Brotherhood. That's about it. And and and, and as Mike has said six times now, um, <laughs> I, Brotherhood and probably A Force are the ones that I see that he might actually have any kind of play in. I think Sooner's on something with the Syndicate. Yeah, I think Syndicate because look, th- that's exactly what he does. Well, yeah, but why wouldn't you just play Ant Man? Ant Man does so much more for, than him. Why don't why maybe you play both? Uh, all right. Well, I mean, that just sounds bad now. <laughs> I mean, if you're playing a, a 16 point list, you could play them both. I mean, I, I I I can see that, but like, you you have no punch at that point. Have you ever played Criminal Syndicate? If yes, you don't I have. play Modoc, yes. none of them have a punch. Right. Oh. <laughs> right. Well, and, and that's what I'm saying, right? Like, <laughs> like. It's a soft roster to begin with without Modoc. Um, and then you're going to add two of arguably the softer characters in the game. And you're, and you're going for objective control. I get that. And you're going for board swarm. I get that. Man, like these guys are just soft. Well, they're just trying to survive. And if they survive, then you win the game. Right. But if they right. don't, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it becomes a dice game. If they survive, you win. If they don't, you know. Well, and and if you're looking at it from a competitive aspect, like you're trying to not make it a dice game, you're trying to make it as consistent as you possibly can. And I don't know that this guy does that. Well, that's why I think he works well in Syndicate because usually somebody's leaving a character on a back point and he goes and takes it from them. And then he doesn't have to fight. He's on their side of the board. He goes and takes it from them turn two because he can't do it turn one because he doesn't have the power. He could test it, and as a syndicate, he counts as two, so he you know, yeah. he wins the contest. And then he just repositions all the time. I, I understand the, I understand all of that, but like his power gen is horrendous. No, absolutely. Like, it, it's it funny is. because he fits in the syndicate like, so well because that's all he of does. the problems. Like, yeah. They all have bad power gen, <laughs> so it's funny. You know what's <laughs> funny about it? It's his, his defense is actually making his power gen worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you more more blocks. Oh, I don't take any damage. Oh, yeah. Yay. Damn. No damage this turn. All right. Well, I'll just sit here. I didn't get any power. <laughs> like it's always a May. Those rerolls are a May. So you I can, think he's good in Brotherhood yeah. with Mystique. He can pay. It, Mike, do you think he's good in Brotherhood? I've only said it five times, not six. Jesus Christ, man. Roll it's like we got, we got like the Spider Fanatic, and then the, now we just added a Brotherhood Fanatic. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, don't judge. <laughs> We'll we'll see we'll see how Quicksilver is. Yeah, you get some games in. We'll see how he plays out. Um, Todd and I also played last night with Mister Sinister, which I think is relevant, even though we've already gone over his card, um, because uh, Todd afforded me the opportunity to play Sinister in the seventeen point Cabal lineup, which I talked about a little bit last week. 
um, that I thought might need another look. Um, that 17-point lineup was Red Skull, Sinister, MODOK, and... Enchantress? Enchantress. Enchantress. Um, and it felt pretty good, but what made it feel good... Er? Er. Was the Clone Vats card that he came out with. Um, did we talk about that on the podcast? We did not. So when we gave our initial review of him, all we had was this card. We did not have the card reveals, which kind of changes the opinion of the card. Because I called him straight fucking meh. Yes. Um, so for people that didn't see, he comes with two cards. Um, the first, I think we addressed kind of briefly on the side. That was Forced Extraction. Um, it's an active unaffiliated. He may spend one power to play this card. Up to three other allied characters in three of Mr. Sinister suffer one damage. Mr. Sinister gains genetic sample tokens equal to the amount of damage suffered, which feeds the second card that came with him that's called Cloning Banks. Uh, there's a lot of text here. I'm going to give you just kind of the basic rundown. Um, so during a cleanup phase, you can play this. Um, you set it aside. During each cleanup phase, he can put any number of genetic samples that are on him onto the cloning banks. During any power phase, you may remove yeah. the number. Well, yeah, well, we haven't got there yet. Um, so during each cleanup phase, including the one in which the card is played, he can put genetic samples from himself to the banks. During the po any power phase, he can remove any number of the, t the tokens. He can bring in an unused character from your lineup with threat value equal to half the number of tokens removed or lower within, and he places them within one of him, they gain three power and are now part of your squad. The reason why this is good, <laughs> obviously beyond the fact that you can just bring in characters is there's no point restriction on this. So when we were playing our game last night, uh, yeah, I waited until the start of turn four and brought a kingpin in within one of Mr. Sinister with three power on him. Yeah. So, at you know, at the very beginning of the game, within two turns, you can drop a two-point. Within three turns, as long as you're hitting with his Mystic Beam that generates extraction tokens, you can bring in a three-point, four-point, blah, blah, blah. Bringing in an extra character is pretty freaking strong. Yes. Uh, I think that's... I know that there's been some quibbling back and forth, but I think bringing an extra character into your lineup is pretty powerful. Um, well... I'm gonna let's let's extrapolate that a little bit, right? Okay. We were on a 17 point objective. Yes. Uh, you brought in a four pointer, which immediately brought your team to 21 points against 17 points. Mm -hmm. Pretty fucking good. And sooner we didn't get to talk to you because you were drinking my ties on the beach or whatever you were doing last week. Um, do you like Sinister? Does he feel good to you? And and does the cloning banks make him feel more playable, less playable, about the same? I think he's pretty good. I think he's uh, certainly playable. Uh, I don't think he's a Enchantress Medusa Black Panther level, but I think he is. I certainly think he is good and playable. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I, I think that I think his problem is power generation, um, but I, I think his Cloning Banks card is a good card. Um, I think it needs a lot of testing to see how good and, um, you know, bringing in somebody in, in round four, uh, that, I mean, yeah, that can win you the game, bringing in Kingpin, but a lot of games are over by round three or round four. So yeah. it just, it just kind of depends on who you're playing. You know, if you're playing like a 
criminal syndicate or a Wakanda who want to win the game fairly quick. Uh, maybe it's not quite as powerful and you leave it in your eight and don't choose it in your five. But if you're playing a slow grind them out game, then I think it can be very powerful. So that's something I wanted to ask everybody. So for me, that feels like a really important strength of bringing Sinister to a lineup because I think outside of that, beyond the fact that he can do the bow to the will of Modoc once a turn, um, that's kind of where his strength lies. Do you feel like if you're bringing Sinister, you're bringing both those cards, one of them always playing them, or what? I think if you're planning on playing Senator pretty much most, if not all the time, then you're going to bring those two cards. I mean, my personal opinion is I think even without those two cards, he's still a solid four threat character. I think his mystic beam is very good. I think that being able to bow a character is very good. And if you're not going to use cloning banks, that's fine because I think that makes him really pretty tanky uh, with his, uh, what are they, regenerative tokens or DNA tokens, mm. whatever they yeah, are? DNA yeah, tokens, yeah, so yeah. he can remove them to, to prevent damage. He can also remove them and pay a power to put root on people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think he's good outside of these cards. Um, I think these cards give another dimension, but I think it just depends on how much... Are you playing him as an answer to, like, Black Panther? Or are you... Or in Wakanda? Or are you just playing him to play him. I think it really just breaks down to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought he was good, particularly in the 17 point because you have bow unlimited bows on enchantress and Modoc, And then you get a once per turn on sinister. And I felt like I built a wall that sort of kept the, the enemy team on the other side of it. Um, which is why Quicksilver was frustrating because I thought he would just run through it and go to the other side and take a point. But, um, Todd, how'd you feel about playing against him? Um, I mean, look, I, I, I think I, I said it before. I think the character as he stands individually, separate from his tactics cards, is pretty fucking meh. Um, I think he's good. I don't think he's amazing. Uh, I don't think it's a game-breaking mechanic. I think it's something we've seen before. Um, but he makes better use of the tokens that he gets than any of the characters we've seen before. Um, but at four points, like, as sooner already, like, mentioned like we've got three other four pointers that are just heads and shoulders above him. Um, so like, am I taking a fourth four pointer in my list? Probably not. Um, now this is also roster dependent, which is where that changes. Um, and which makes bringing him much more valuable if you're leaning towards cabal. Um, because I think him and cabal is awesome. Uh, I think he gives them something they didn't have which was a good four-pointer that's fairly stout if you use him without the cards. Um, so now now that we know his which affiliations he's in and which cards he's bringing, that kind of changes my impression of him. Him and Cabal, I think, is good. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not massively impressed by it, but I think he's a much better four-point option that, that they have now as opposed to Ultron or Killmonger. Uh, I think he's much more tanky than both of those. I think him with MODOK and the Cabalist can do some crazy amount of work. Um, And the cloning bats is just kind of like the cherry on top that gives him something that no one else has and that can, in certain situations, really shape 
and change the landscape of a game, especially if you can keep it close turns one and two. Mm-hmm. And I mean, bring in a two point character. I mean, like Todd said, you know, adding four threat is enormous. Like just bringing in a two threat character on round three or round four can, can be enormous. Well, I think it, uh, that's a good point because I think that roster wants to kind of settle around 17 points. Like that feels like the, the perfect place to kind of play them. All those characters fit in it. But bringing in an extra two-pointer if you're already trying to kind of go for control, because this is an aggressive control. But let's say you bring in a toad or something like that. Like I feel like that kicks it up to another level because now you're also – you're not just moving people. You're also controlling extractions and stuff like that. Um, so that that feels pretty good. Well, and there's the other part of that too because you're playing like a four-wide cabal list. And then let's say turn three, you bring in a two-pointer. You probably still have priority at that point. Mm-hmm. And let's say you bring in Toad. And he comes in within one of Sinister. And if Sinister's within range of anyone else who has a secure, Toad has the power to actually use his ability to take the token from that other person and get the fuck out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and still leave your beaters in, in line to actually do some damage. Um, and that part of the list is is really kind of scary because when you bring in that two-pointer that can actually pick up an objective, move it out of, like, harm's way, and make sure you secure that point, like, I think that's where he gets really scary. Yeah, I think that'll be powerful. And I, I think you can even take it – I think the beauty of this is you could play it all different ways. I mean, you could go with a straight kill list and just bring in Nebula, who yeah. – kills like a three even a four threat character so if you're bringing her in i mean that you're going to be killing even more stuff Mm -hmm. yeah so it it also adds a different element to roster building because you can build those two pointers into that list to have either nebula come in that punches above weight or bring toad in that grabs that secure and secure and make sure you have that point right so there's a lot of different options you can build into the roster that with him gives it even more flexibility. What do you got, Mike? I think Sinister is if you're playing Cabal, you're playing Sinister. If you're not playing, if you're not playing Sinister and Cabal, um, I think I think you might be doing something wrong. That's just my personal opinion. Um, like Todd said, he is the solid four drop that Cabal has been missing. I mean, you got you got Modot, but they have Enchantress. They do. They do have enchanters, and, and I have nothing against enchanters. She doesn't fit my play style. Um, I think Sinister um, is, is. I can see what you're saying. Yeah, I, enchantress is a solid four drop. So she is a solid draw, four drop for Cabal. So I, I, I take that back. But I think Sinister is a is a is a good alternative. Um, I think that if you play his two cards that come with him, that's a big commitment so if you're building a list and you have mr sinister in it then you have to build a list that's going to have possibly a two three and four drop in your 10 that is not in your list that you're playing yeah that's that's an important point because i felt that when i was putting the list together. like i need to account for having a character that i want to bring in in the middle of the game exactly because you might not be able to bring in that three or four drop you want to bring in you might only be able to bring in a two drop because they're going hard in the mr sinister and you're spending those tokens to to reduce the damage that he's on so you don't you're, you're only able to get a two drop do you have a two drop in your 10 maybe maybe not so that's something to look at um 
also on 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 the the contra the, the opposite side of that, if you're running Mister Sinister and you're running those cards, your opponent's going to have to play different around that. They're going to they're they're going to have to decide: Are they going to focus on Mister Sinister and force him to to spend those tokens so that he's not being able to load up cloning and and and, and get the, those extra characters in later on in the game, or are they going to ignore him completely? Mm-hmm. So that's another thing to look at. I think Mister Sinister is one of those pl- things that. If if you're a, a a player that can put him into your list and 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 try to control your opponent, then he's going to fit in that. However, at the same time, as a straight four drop without his cards, Todd says meh. I say average. Um, that, that's what mean meh. about the same thing. I think. Yeah, they mean about the same thing. Um, when you say meh, it feels bad. <laughs> when I say average, <laughs> I say that he has play inside of other lists. Cause like like sooner you pointed out he's got I mean come on his his being four five die mystic attack for one power that's that's pretty powerful it's pretty mad yeah that's pretty good pretty <laughs> it's pretty good you put it inside a cabal it's it's it gets it gets real good the don't, and then a, a, his basic energy builder for a range three five die energy that, yeah, that's, that's pretty good that's pretty good I'll give him I'll give him props on his on his builder right so um, on you hit him on his builder. You get some genetic. Um, you get some um, some tokens on him, so that yes, he's got he's got three three four defense, which three 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 has been what average is what we've decided. Yeah, man. Average defense. It's man. It's man. So um, being able to roll three dice and then get rid of a token to cancel one damage, you know, it, it does it does turn him into be pretty tanky. I think he can flex in to some other list other than Cabal easily. Um, but when you flex them into other lists other than Cabal, when you're throwing in those two cards, um, you're dedicating some to them. So you got to look at your build. Do you have a two drop? Do you have a three drop? Do you have a four drop that you're not going to run in your basic scenario that you can bring that you can use for cloning to bring to bring them in? That's something you got to look at. Um, well, the the other part of that is too like if you if you're bringing him and you're bringing the cards, um, you, you have to plan that you're only going to get three other tactics cards. Exactly, and you're also bringing probably two restricted cards in your competitive list build, so you're only going to get to bring one, one other, other card. card. Exactly, exactly, um, and, and and that that that's his limitation. That, that that's where that's where he takes a hit, and he's not as powerful as he could be. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think what you're saying, Mike, is it makes him pretty meh. <laughs> I think it makes it. Okay, I said before, if you're running Brotherhood, you run Quicksilver, right? <laughs> if you're running Cabal, you should, you should have Mr. Sinister in there. I think you should um, have him in your 10. And if you're running other lists and you want to put Mr. Sinister in there, you've got to really think about your list of 10. Like sure. you really got to think about it and plan it out. So I think his closest analog is Hella. Is he better than Hella? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, he's better than Hella. And I think you guys keep talking like you can only take one four threat character. No, I really not. I really like uh I mean if I was gonna play Cabal, I can tell you one of my main rosters will be would be Red Skull, Modoc, Sinister, and Enchantress at seventeen. Yes. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what we played that's what, last That's what night. Chris ran. Yeah, that's pretty, I think solid. that's a very, very solid roster. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where they kinda wanna live if you're going Cabal Control. That, uh, yeah, and and that roster that you just mentioned was the exact one that Chris played to me last night, and that was the one that we were like, yeah, we really want to see what this does because I think this is the sweet spot. 
I think outside of Cabal is where you got to find where if Mr. Sinister is going to fit in your list. Quicksilver, outside of Brotherhood, is not going to fit in your list. But Mr. Sinister could find a spot in your list if you play around it. All right. So we covered a couple characters, got a little bit of uh, flavor on those. But we also had a couple new tactics cards come out. Or not tactics cards, sorry. Um, objectives. Objective. Objectives come out. Um, which I think is a pretty big deal because these uh, sort of change the flow of the game. Um, two of them, I'll start with the easy one first. So we have the 16-point uh, research station attacked. Uh, this is a red. Place one researcher who's a civilian onto the central point of map E. So this is straight up and down the middle, five from the each deployment zone, and then five, four up. Um Place two evac points, target of opportunities, on the other two points. So these are both five up from the deployment zone. A player scores two victory points if they're securing the researcher during the cleanup phase. Then a player scores two if the researcher was is within one of their evac point during the cleanup phase. During the power phase, the researcher may move. If a player is securing the researcher, they may place it within two of its current position. The evac point furthest from the player's battlefield edge is their evac point. So we got uh, an interesting interaction here. This is a, secu- uh, I'm sorry, an extract that plays more like a secure. I assume it's an extract because you have a civilian on board, but really you're just kind of hovering around him, trying to hold him, and then trying to kick him over to the evac point. Man, this would be good with hired muscle. <laughs> yeah, hired muscle, perfect <laughs> banning time because. Uh, I mean, this plays like herbs, basically, except herbs, you pick it up with a character. This one, you just, if you secure it, you can move it closer to your evac point. Well, maybe this is what finally got them to ban Hired Muscle. Maybe. They saw this coming out and was like, oh, wait a minute. Well, yeah. I mean, this goes back to what we said about Hired Muscle before, that like Hired Muscle was going to limit play design, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and here's the perfect example. So, um, yeah, Mike, where do you think this might be good at? <laughs> Todd, I, I appreciate you bringing me in on this one. Um, <laughs> I mean, as, a, as an extract that plays like a secure, so basically you're running two secures, I think I think Syndicate has a really strong play into this list. That's a really interesting take. Why? Uh, well, because of the Syndicate affiliation bonus where all your characters that are healthy count as two. Huh. That seems pretty good against this. Um, I mean, I, I, as a sure fact, like you're you're running one on one. You got Wakanda character, Wakanda wave that's gonna that's gonna control the control you and push you off. Um, you get one character there, even if it's if it's last movement, last action, whatever you need to do, it counts as um, two characters for you. You run characters such as Deadpool into this scenario where, where when they're flipped, they still count as. Why are you laughing? He's opening the beer under the table. You didn't hear that? Uh, I did. Okay, I, I heard it now. But you run someone like Deadpool into this, where okay, you finally you you flip. Not finally, he only has four health on the front. You flip him. Now he counts. He still counts as healthy on his slip side. I think. I think Syndicate. If you're running a Syndicate as your list, as your as your main affiliation, this is one of your objectives you're running. It just plays into it because now you now you're running two secures, and yeah. Syndicate loves secures. And I'm sorry, I cut you off sooner. Were you about to say something? Oh no, I mean I agree with Mike. Uh, as someone who mained Criminal Syndicate last season in TTS, um, their biggest weakness is when you lost priority. Uh, they they went from being awesome to being average um 
because you couldn't pick your secure. Um, now, even if they are able to pick some wild secure, I mean, this is a very powerful extract because you can score two points the first turn and then maybe two points the second turn and then four points from there on out. Um, that's super strong and they are going to be very hard to beat on this. I, I really like this extract because it's, it, it really, um, it really rewards the player who first turn secures it. So you got to be ballsy and get up in there to secure it first turn. Um, because once you get it first turn, you're going to start moving that thing. And, uh, that's, it's going to be nice. Exactly. Exactly. And I think syndicate has the advantage on that. And I haven't, you know, I haven't played in a TTS league, but I love syndicate. Kingpin's one of my favorite characters. And I think that, you know, at 16 points, I think syndicate can be a solid list. Um, and I just, it, it feels really good to be able to, Oh, you're we're going to run a secure. And then I'm going to throw this other secure on top of it. And I, it, yeah. I like it a lot for syndicate. Syndicate's great at 16. That's yes. one of their strongest point. Values. Yes, exactly. I, I'll, I'll back that up. I think, I think syndicate, this is a, a custom made objective for syndicate. Um, and do, 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 toot the horn. Um, I also think Spiders likes this quite a bit. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Can no, we no, get no, a, I, real t- a real torn, uh, horn toot whenever he does it? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to no. start editing that in every time Todd says something about Spiders. Yeah, I'm just going to no. toot it. T- Todd's on Spiders like I'm on Venom, but I have to agree. Like, that, like outside of Syndicate, I think Spiders loves this scenario. That's a good point, Todd. Touche, salesman. Um. Yeah, I do think it's interesting. I think I think it's interesting for aggro lists who want to uh, narrow you down to, um, yeah. so that now if they're stuck with extracts, they get to put you on a center line. Def- yep. Defenders probably do very well on this too because it's it's they, they can ball up. Yeah, this actually seems better across multiple factions, like than just at first glance. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The problem you have with Syndicate is you know you're placing that thing um, closer and closer to your opponent's. Uh, edge and they're so slow so you know they're gonna have to waste actions you know getting back there and stuff like that i see that but as long as you get the syndicate affiliation bonus you don't need syndicate characters to be the one contesting it so that's i hope they don't die yeah (laughs) true (laughs) true (laughs) so maybe that you but yeah i I, yeah it, it does it, I think it's good on Syndicate and that, but like you said, that a lot of some of the main Syndicate players, characters, Kingpin, Modot, move slow, um, or move move short, or whatever it's called, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, yeah, I like. I think it's a great design because I mean, I think it's good for. Let's say we're saying Syndicate's real strong on them. I think it's real good for them, but there's still a lot of counterplay to Syndicate because as they move it closer to your evac point, you can prepare for that and just you know either go ham and kill them or you can throw them away. You can do all, all, all sorts of things. Sure. I will say though, Kingpin with um, his, his hail to the King is a nasty play. Yeah. It's one of the best spenders in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Chris, go ahead. I think we, uh, I think we get to the next one. Cause that's the yep. spicy one. So I wanted to jump right into this one because we're going to have a bit of discussion around this. Um, this one is another extract, Red Point. Uh, this is called Deadly Legacy Virus Cured? Question mark. Um, <laughs> you place three Legacy Cures, which are an asset as shown on map E. So another map E. 
uh, trying to line people up down the center. Um, so you, a player scores one victory point for each legacy cure held by a character they control during the cleanup phase. Um, the legacy cure token is an interact. Um, to interact, you pick it up. A character must spend one power for each legacy cure it is holding before using this interact. Uh, at the end of a character's activation, if it is holding one or more legacy cures, it may remove one special condition from itself. Um, if at any time a character is holding all three cures, the character is immediately KO'd and its controlling player sco- scores eight victory points. Remove all legacy cures from the game. Uh, seems busted. Um, yeah. Sooner, uh, what do you think, man? Uh, I just, so I applauded AMG so much with their recent ban and restricted uh, list. You know, putting panic on restricted, banning higher muscle, yada, yada, yada. So happy, so excited, and then we get this. And it's just like, why AMG, why? And I understand that they probably tested this a long time ago, so this was in the works and things like that. But I can tell you it's just a matter of time before this is banned. Yeah. Um, can, can let, Let's expand on that. Um, why? So the, we haven't even, this has been what spoiled for a week or two and there's already been multiple ways to basically win the game from prio without, with with very little counterplay, very little counterplay to it. And I'll give you one example. And I know there's a lot going out. You run a list with Thanos Hulk, and then another, either one four point character or two, two, uh, point characters um hulk gamma launches thanos thanos has reality and time so thanos then picks up your legacy cure then moves picks or picks up the middle legacy so he would have to pick up the middle first then move pick up the far one then he can move back twice he can then move all the way back to almost deployment zone um and he's basically safe at that point if you can't steal their interact or their cure, then next they'll have a player pick that up. They will have the card mission objective. They will round two or round three mission objective, the last cure onto Thanos and the game is effectively over. And there's such little counterplay Thanos. We all know how hard he is to kill, especially with the reality stone. Um, So unless you're using Enchantress to steal it off him, there's almost no counterplay. And I want to, again, reemphasize Thanos will be almost in his deployment zone. So all you have to do is score one of your back secures a couple times, which should be f- fairly easy to do. And you win the game with no counterplay, pretty much. But by, by turn two or turn three. Uh, uh, so, like, I don't, I don't entirely agree with that. Um, like, like that, is, that is an easy scenario to set up. If you're on a D, um, I don't see that as easy a scenario if you're on a B or an E or um, uh, no, E, e it is. Um, so it would be primarily if you see that in the list, you want to make sure you put your opponent on a B or C or, or C. So, what, so, Todd, what do you you think that it, it's not that bad? What are you going to do to counter that? Uh, dude, you don't want to hear me talk about it because nobody, like everybody's going to give me the same shit they always do because my counterplay is spiders. Well, um, sure. And, what, and my, what do spiders do to counterplay that? Uh, no matter the cost, 
I'll, I'll just fucking web line miles move no matter the cost, make him drop both. I, like, and then he's going to have to reset next turn. Sure. But miles will have to use miles will be sitting next to Thanos. Sure. Yep. But they're not going to fucking score eight points on me like that. Can, can I say one thing? But and they will. I'll, just I'll should... be quiet the rest of the conversation. Like I'll be quiet the worst of this conversation. What, Mike? I just want to say the one thing. If you're going to, if you win, win the roll off, you win the objective, you win the priority, you get this objective, you play the scenario, and you do that play style that Sooner's talking about, and there's no real major counter to it unless you happen to be one in the 100 people playing Spiders to counter this, to win the game, and that's how you're going to play, suck a dick. I mean, that's, you're not playing the game. Like, you're, you're not playing the game. Well, you are. You are playing the game. But you're being that's... a bitch about it. You're playing okay. the game in a purely way just asshole the way you be yeah, you're Correct. being an asshole way about it like like yeah. like i'm not like i see the play i'm not gonna build my list around it i'm not gonna like am i playing the objective absolutely you know why i'm playing the objective because i love 19 points i love my character rosters at 19 points and i love being able to be being able to play a 19 point roster so am i playing the objective yes am i doing this thanos hulk Gamma launch, uh, it, suck a dick play. No, I'm not doing it, that. It, it, it's it's neither here nor there. Um, but I, I I just think that this is if you're gonna do that and and to to win a game, then then first off, if you came up with the scenario, if you came up with the with the play, congratulations. Let shake your hand, whatever. But if you're gonna, do, you're not you're not beating me as a player. You're just being a bitch about. Oh, it. I think a better no, way a to gimmick. say it is that it's just bad for the game. It's bad it's, for the game. It's a hundred percent a gimmick. I, yeah, it's yeah. And I, that's and what I, I feel like. There, I feel like the more depth we get, they, AMG has to be extremely careful with what they are releasing, especially with extracts, because there's so many gimmick plays with extracts. You can't have these gimmick plays with secures. Um, so they have to be extremely careful with what they are putting out for extracts. And I think that we will find out pretty soon that they made a big mistake here. So I, I still, again, uh, like my, my play requires the same commitment as theirs. And, and granted, yeah, I'm going to leave Miles out there to do it. Sure. Um, I could also probably do that with Enchantress and in a, just an R&D and steal a token from him um, and leave her out there. Right. That That is a thing. You're not still scoring eight points on me. And I understand your point as all they need to do is secure Here's the problem with that scenario. Um, and this is from mine as playing spiders. If they gamma launch with fucking Hulk, they don't have a power on him to pick up the other objective. Um, if they go with their other character to move to the center point and pick up the other ex extract, they're not making it to another secure. Well, they're getting the, the center extract with Thanos. They're getting the center and they're Thanos, getting mine. I think... Hold on, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, I, I get it. They get I think the center. Thanos they get... can pick up all three, but then he would die. So you can't. No, have he that. can't. He, well, he he can't because they don't have the power. Because he has to pay one, he has to pay two, and then he has to pay three. That's right. That's right. So yeah, but you don't want him to because you don't want him just to die. You want him to live for basically till round three and then just get it mission objective right, you, in the game. Yeah, because you, right. you get the points from him holding it. Right, because you you want the extra two points that he's going to score round one, round two. Uh, that's what you want. So like, if I can actually get over to him with Miles, turn one, which I absolutely can, 
um, and hit him with a no matter the cost and make him drop the objectives. They're scoring no points. They've blown two tactic cards out of their hand, and they're going to give up the third point because they can't get to an outside B scenario and be able to pick up that point in the center to have all three. Venom Blast is a size two, right? Or a range two, right? Or yes. Range so you 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 are in D two miles. Web line, move medium, no matter the cost, Venom Blast. Yeah, yeah. No, I get the and play, sp- but the problem is, is then Miles has three damage on him with a Hulk standing right there. Yeah, Miles to- is going to die. I'm not going to do it first. And if you only got three characters on your board, I got time. Well, he, well you've already gone. Smart players person. going to pass um, after sure. they do Thanos. Miles is the last so, activation. My, Miles is absolutely Miles the last, last activation. Yeah, yeah Miles is the last activation. So there's a counter play um, to it. Not many people are running spiders. Not many people. Are and running and Miles. I'm not going to put you on an E scenario, and I'm not going to put you on a scenario that's going to allow you to, or a D scenario that's going to allow you to easily score points with somebody in the back, right in the center, to pick up the other one. If I do, if you do, you're a damn moron. Yeah, it's just frustrating that there's a scenario like and, but, this that we got to play around. And I agree, I agree. But like, th- like this is a gimmick play. Yeah, and there is counterplay to it. It might not be in everybody's wheelhouse, and it might not be what everybody wants to do. But right now, this is what we got. Right. This is what it's going to be. And if if you're not prepared to make these kind of counterplays into it, you're going to be in for a long fucking game. Yeah, yeah. And it's or, by long game, by long game, I mean short. <laughs> by short, short game and lose, yeah. Like, 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 honestly, because of this list got spoiled to us, I'm running miles in my 10, which I wasn't originally. And I'm running no matter the cost in my 8, which I wasn't originally. And it's just because one of those things, if, if, I, lose, if I lose priority and they get to pick reds, then yeah. I'm, hey, you it, can't even get to Thanos on turn one with miles. Hmm? You can't get to Thanos turn one with miles. You can't do a medium move and then web line and you get to him. Cannot do range no. Two? He's out of range two. Are you shitting me? Nope. God, that's frustrating. So there like, goes your counter. Like, it's, like, like you're not even I playing mean, the game though. It's like, oh, I rolled dice higher than I, yours. Mike. It doesn't matter. It is the game. Like they printed the fucking card. It is the game. You can't sit here and have that it's argument. Frustrating though. Yeah. So miles after a medium move and then a, a web swing is outside of range two of Thanos. If Thanos uses his last two actions just to move straight back, which why wouldn't? So you? that is that is a concern. Um, I'm not I'm not sure exactly what they're thinking with that. Um, I think it's going to take some time to think about some potential counterplays to that. I know that Joey's here. You talked about defenders possibly being a way to counter that. Portals. Using portals. Defenders can do it with miles. Defenders um, can do it with miles. Yes. Yeah. So that 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 would be a way to cheat uh, movement to get across the board. Uh, with that. Can they? Because um, yep. he how's he going to web swing? I so guess he doesn't he have to web sh- swing. He wouldn't have to. He doesn't have to web swing because he portal. He he goes through the portal moves and then no matter the cost. Yeah. It it depends. Yeah. I mean that's still tricky because it depends on where they have the portal because they can move their Thanos. Wherever they want. So, what about this? You build yeah, but your, his his movement's only medium. To build Correct. your list around this Black Order play, and then, how, how many slots are you putting into it? Sorry, Todd. Not not that much. One Hulk and one and one Tactics card, and two Time Gen and two Soul Stones. But those are already in your. Those are all. If you're playing Thanos, those are already in your list. 
So you're dedicating that you're playing Thanos in most of your objectives, correct? No. No. Okay. Not necessarily. All right, so, so you got Thanos and two time stones and two and two soul stones. You, you have four dead stones. characters outside of that roster. If, build. You, if you lose priority, if your opponent picks red, <coughs> then you got four dead characters in your list. Of so them. I mean, it's an easy list build, right? Because you, if you're going to, if you win prio, you know the exact numbers you have. You have four <laughs> cards that you need, so that's it. Then you just take six cards and you build that for if you were to lose Pryo, um, which okay. is certainly doable. It, it's doable. It, it is doable, but it also it, it is limitable. But it limits I, you I a little, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, fifty percent of the time you auto win the game. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's just like it's no respect. You I hate that kind of play. It I sucks. really do. It does. Yeah. I was just going to say, hopefully we're wrong. I know Danger Room is, is – because uh, Sploosh was one of the guys who messaged me uh, about this. Um, they're coming out with a whole, I think, episode on it. So, I mean, hopefully we're wrong, but I, I just – you can't – the AMG cannot make extracts worth this much points. It's the same problem you had with Panic. You're exactly right. Yeah. Panic I was going to say it's more of an issue with the, the game design than anything. If, if Panic is going to get banned, then this guy's – this has to get if panic is going to get restricted. Then this needs to be restricted. I no, mean, this needs to be fucking banned. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think you can score half the points you need to win in a, a single game within an action. Within a single action, which can be easily done. It's if, not easily. If, done. If, if, turn it one it is not easily done. Not easily done, but done. And in, and in fact, it's not possible to be done unless you play. I mean, it is possible to be done, but it is not. You could gamma throw anybody. Thanos is just a good target because with the reality stone, like you're not going to kill him. Yeah. And he gets one extra movement. So he's an extra movement safer towards the zone, but you could technically do this with anybody. So, so sooner you're doing the math when, 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 when Thanos moves back and I, I, I know not many people run this list, not many people run this card, whatever. If Thanos moves back, is he within range two of his allies? Yes. Absolutely. You can't decept yeah. him. Yeah, okay. for sure. So you can't decept him. Okay. That that's what I was wondering. So that's, that's so disgusting. Like it's and it's frustrating. So the only option is like Ty was saying, spiders, move up, pull him back with a spider, and then possibly deception back into range of your opponent or uh, of your characters. No, but then no. you're running spiders who don't have the 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 you're not trying ability. to you're, you're yeah. not trying to punch him out you're yeah. trying to just control that's, that's, ugh, boo. but you can't get you would have to rely on the i guess you could r and d a power over to pull him um, yeah but then yeah, you absolutely have yeah but then you're relying on terrain right because a smart player is just going to put thanos behind a terrain piece yeah, and you're building your entire list into a counterplay, in, in, into the, which is. I, I don't. I don't yeah. see it as an entire list. Like my my spider list already carries R and D. Well, yeah, you're you're yeah. I, so, I yeah. think like, spiders spiders are inherently good at turn again to counter turn one plays because of their movement shenanigans. So I like sure it's easy to say like there's some counterplay with with spiders, but like still like it's it's. It's still pretty poor. Yeah, like Spiders is not going to be able to counter this turn one. They might be able to counter it turn two. I think the best counter on it, honestly, is put more uh, put Modok through a portal and just try to kill Thanos. Yeah, I don't even think that's a good play. I don't either, but what I think it's about the best you got. Or Medusa. 
put Medusa through a portal. That's what I would do. I'd put Medusa because Medusa can pull him. If this game comes down to the ability to rely on can I counter your turn one play by rolling really hot dice, I quit. Well, I will say AMG has been on a point with, okay, this is a little bit busted, and they ban or restricted it. So we're gonna, we're gonna, we might have to deal with this for a little bit. If you're playing this in your local meta, ex- expect it. Um, now, why, now, like I don't, I don't think you expect this in your local meta. Yeah, if you if you got someone in your local meta doing this, they they are a huge asshole. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's a TTS special. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, like I expect it for a little bit. I think I. I expect this 19 point scenario to be gone to be banned or restricted pretty soon. I, I would, I would, I'm, I'm going to spend the next week making counterplays into it. So good. I want to hear them. So I, I think, I think a large part of it's going to be miles. Did you guys want to jump to any podcast questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's do some podcast questions. We got a couple. Ready, Captain? I'm ready to take calls from the public. Okay, cool. All right. So first one we have from Bry. He says, how best can you maximize Ultron? Uh, <laughs> probably the best thing to do is put him in your box. So it oh. used to be play drop-off. Yeah. So you can't yeah, do that yeah. anymore. Yeah. So you all you got is Age of Ultron. Yeah. And is that worth a slot in a cabal list? I think you can make him a good size three statue and then throw him at somebody. I, I think it's rough. I, I think that he's not the four pointer they want. And then um, he also needs a card really to be optimal. I think you want Age of Ultron. Um, that's that's not making him a target though. So you got to hope that you roll hot on him, really. Yeah. yeah. His card actually makes him less of a target. Yeah. Um, and, and we have a local here, James, that likes to play him, mm-hmm. uh, and he's and he, he's had some success with him. Um, but like at the same time, I, I feel as though he's a, a little underwhelming. Uh, he's got decent attacks. He's got flight. He's a size three. He can choose the type of attack he does. Like he's got good things working for him. He has a terrain throw, but in and I use this with air quotes in modern competitive MCP. He's a little lackluster because he also has no board control and no displacement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and that's probably his biggest drawback. His biggest bonus is the run right now. Cause, cause drop off is is gone. His biggest bonus is the run age of Ultron and the counter to age of Ultron is to ignore Ultron. Yeah. That, and, and if your opponent is like, Oh, this Ultron. Let me put damage to him. Then they're they're, they're running and they're they're fading into your play. So yeah, I don't know. Ultron is hard to to play right now. Yeah, I he's think like, the, he's like. To, so I didn't mean to interrupt, but to answer his question, you know, we all agree he's not the best character in the world. But if you're going to a game night. A lot of times you don't play the best mm-hmm. characters. So how can True. you best maximize them? And I agree with you guys. You got to play Age of Ultron. I think the key when you play them and put them on the table and you're playing Age of Ultron is you have to be extremely aggressive. Do, yes. do yep. not 
yeah, do not try to – you want to put Ultron in the absolute middle of the biggest fight and just be as aggressive yeah, front- as you can. So play hammers, give Ultron a hammer, and run him into the middle of everything. And just and just go ape shit with Ultron until they have to deal with him. Until they have to deal and with him. And he's a good a- counter to um, Mystic attacks. So yeah, if you that, do have a character, true. you know, who has good Mystic attacks, Ultron is actually good into them. So, I don't know that you want to give him a hammer, Mike, because that makes Age of Ultron cost more to play. It costs one more to no, play. Yeah, but, but that he, one is huge. He's going, he, but he's going to take the damage anyway. Just put him in there. Give him, give him a hammer. Let him, let him do it. Let them put the power into him. Turn him into a threat. Turn him into a threat. You, he has to be a threat in order to be viable. So if you want him viable, go, like like Sooner said, take him to a game night where everyone's just playing for fun and turn him into a threat and run Age of Ultron. And that's how you that, that's how you get the best out of, uh, out of Ultron. All right, we got. I a, like the character. Yeah, we got a follow up to that question from Kenny G. Um, oh, it says, which character gets a lot of hate that doesn't deserve it? Which MCP character is the most slept on? So let's see. Winter Soldier. One. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. I, I actually missed a question because people cut it off. <laughs> uh, he read the whole question, actually, <laughs> and I responded at the very end of it. So it sounds like you just weren't listening. This is true. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, Winter Soldier. No, that's not him. Winter Soldier's Winter fine. Soldier? Nah. You know what? Why is he, four attack. Why you know, is he good? Because he can walk up to a point and kick your ass off it and shoot you in the face. I mean, I huh. mean, you're talking like you're talking like shit doesn't happen, and he's just like that's what he, he just does. he walks up. I'm doing it with my fingers right now. I'm walking with my fingers. He is, and he goes fuck your phone and kicks it off, and then he takes that point, bruh. Um, I think he slept on because while the basic attack might be a little bit lacking, he has the power to make it up in the in the. Secondary attack, the power spender. He also has an extra movement, and you can play him in any freaking roster, and he makes your affiliation kick off. I'm surprised you didn't go with um, Punisher. Shut up, Mike. Why don't you tell us about Venom? Yeah, Mike, who's your character who slept on? Venom. Oh, shocker. Yeah. Come on. Why, why is Venom bad? On my planet, I am kind of a loser. Uh, no, Mike, tell us why he's so good and so slept on. Okay. Um, sooner, 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 you can go get a drink, man. It'll be a minute. I'm going to ask you a question sooner. What's the basic range of a basic attack? Well, it could be range two, three, four, five. So there you go. As, as, a, ba- gotcha. as, as a basic attack, what's the average range of a basic attack? Winter Soldiers is range five. Thank you, Sooner. Sooner. What's the average <laughs> range of a basic well, attack? Well, the average would probably be around like point. Nine or something, or like three point one. I'd say three. We can round up the three. Yeah, I would say average is probably three because most of them are range two, which is what you're trying to get at. But there's a lot of threes, fours, and fives, which will push it up to an average of around three. A hundred percent, I agree. What's 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 Venom's range of his attacks? Three, three, all threes. What's his what's the range of his pull? Four, four. How much does his pull cost? Two, two, two. I don't know. This so, guy sounds amazing. And, and and here he sounds phenomenal, right? He's got seven health on the front. If he if you attack Venom, what are you attacking him with? Energy. You're attacking him with energy, right? Yeah, He's got Mike. two energy defense. Let's say he rolls zero. Let's say he rolls zero. You roll five dice into him. He takes and you roll five hits. He rolls zero defense. That's insane. He takes five. He sure does. And you know he's still upright. That's weird. He's still he's still upright. Huh. He has a counterattack. 
He has an ability to be able to heal on the counterattack. Wow, that's crazy. It's it's pretty good. That's and pretty he good. has a two-cost three size three throw. That's crazy, man. I didn't even think about that. I want you guys to know we didn't know this question was out there before we invited Mike on. Yeah, I didn't, didn't know. I didn't, didn't know. I, Venom Thanks, slept off. thanks and, Sooner. And, you could have skipped this one, to, by the way. Sooner, you should have. You should have because me and Tyler are going to bump heads for like three hours no, after not. this. No, we're not. You know what? Mike, I agree. Venom's phenomenal. He does not agree. He is so sarcastic. Well, I, but, I think that Venom's not really slept on. I mean, I think people no, think Venom's pretty good. I think Venom's pretty except good. Except for me. But I my, think he's fucking garbage. My, my, thing with, my thing with Venom is that he takes a particular play style to be useful. Now, if you do not understand how to play Venom and deal uh, work around his short movement, you can't move around, deal with his, his two energy defense, then, dear God, don't play Carnage when he comes out. But if you can't work around that, then Venom may not be the... But I think that he's one of those characters that, in a right list, in the right hands, can, can be useful. What All about right. you, Todd? Good. Um, no, you go ahead and go, because mine's going to be pretty short. <laughs> it's a spider. <laughs> Uh, the character that I'm going to say is Drax. Um, Drax gets a lot of hate. Uh, I played a lot of Drax at one point in my MCP career and, uh, he's good. You got to play him right. And you got to use him in the correct way, which is to dominate secures. But if you use him right, man, Drax can be really powerful. Good, good call. Agreed. Good call. I like, I like that one better than winter soldier and venom. That's because you're not smart. The bar was set really high for me. So. <laughs> I, I, I get that. I get that. Yep. What's your What's your fucking answer then, Todd? <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna go with everybody. What everybody already knows. I'm gonna say like everybody that actually listens to this and has ever heard me is gonna be like, he's gonna say Peter Parker. Yeah, I'm gonna say Peter Parker. Four <laughs> drop Peter Parker. I'm gonna say, on the, I'm gonna like say third four. most competitive list. Yeah, oh, you just. Um, so yeah, four point Peter Parker. I'm not even gonna fucking back it up. I'm just gonna say it and walk off. I will agree with him. I think Peter Parker four drop is that's that's because you walk good. off and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" Yep. Where did that guy come from? Yep. Why is he yelling about Peter Parker? That's all I need to do. <laughs> you bitches were whining more about him than I was. I just said his name and walked off. What, drug, what drugs you. is that guy on? And can I get some? I agree with you. Yeah, he didn't agree with me, but I agree with you. Man, well, that's because I'm right and you're wrong. But I mean, we're good there. I mean, he's so slept on. I play him in every list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. Do we have any uh, other questions? What's the other question? We got one more. Well, here we go. What affiliation is everybody excited to play lately? And. It says Todd cannot say spider. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> people I, listen to the show and they know. Can I, who, who asked this question? Can I ask? Uh, I can, I'll tell you after we answer. I'm going <laughs> to ban that motherfucker. It was your turn zero own Kenny G. Oh, you can, bastard. Can, Kenny. Kenny. Can I go first real quick? Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Let's, I, let's not make it take 20. Okay. It's not going to take 20 on the clock. Um, 
I'm excited because of the release coming up in June. Oh, God. Fucking Spider-Foes. Yes! How can you not be excited about Spider-Foes? Because uh, I'm not. Hey, Lizard and, Cra- and uh, Craven look awesome. I'm excited those, about those models. Those models look amazing, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I got my <coughs> fingers crossed for another affiliation bonus. If we don't get it, I'm still excited for Spider-Foes just for the fun to play and to play those models. Those models look amazing. I got mine. And Chris Those is gonna love this one. So I'll shut up, but I'm expi- excited. Excited. I'm excited for Spider Foes. You said upcoming affiliation or just affiliation in general? Any affiliation. Uh, mm. Yeah. What do you got, Chris? Come on. I'm probably gonna keep rocking Cabal, man. Cabal. Really? Cabal is pretty exciting. I think Mr. Sinister has a lot of unique stuff to that. Well, Sin plus. Mr. Uh, Mr. They got a couple pieces. Yeah, they got some cool stuff that makes them play in a different way. That seems interesting and exciting and fun to explore. True. What about you, Sooner? My affiliation that I'm excited to play is X Force. Um, Ooh, you I are a play- salty bitch. <laughs> I was uh, I was playing with them a little bit before I found out they wouldn't be legal in season five. I quit playing with them once that happened. But uh, once they become legal, and just when I can get the models in play uh, in person, which is pretty much now, uh, I'm excited to get them on the table. I don't think they're, at this point, like knockdown, drag out good. But uh, I think they got play, and I was starting to, to do real well with them at the end of me stop playing them. So I'm excited for when you put them on the table and they just fucking die like the Deadpool movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think Cable <laughs> Domino are going to be awesome. I'm not, so, uh, so I, I've got a good one. Here we go. Spiders. I'm going, I'm going deep in the well because I can't take spiders. I'm going to go with one that's not even out yet. Are you going to just say spiders in another language? No. Nope. Don't say runaways. <laughs> Fuck you, Sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Sooner. You took my they're not even. They're not even like a confirmed. Uh, they don't have to be. He didn't specify, so I was just going to go with what I know. <laughs> I was I was really ready for an L spiders right there. L spider L spider No, actually, you know what? X Men. Yeah. Nice. I I think X Men have gotten a lot better lately. I think, yeah. and I think with the um, the cable release and the Domino release, I think X Men do a are a lot more than they were able to do before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like, I'm I'm super stoked for X Men going forward. Um. I mean, obviously, Runaways is top of the list, but but a, a close second will be the X Men since they're actually out. Nice. Well, well, there's one more, but we're gonna hold that. It's it's another question from Bri, but we're gonna hold that for next episode. I promise we'll get to it, Bri. But it's uh, it's one that's gonna take some uh, some conversation. Oh, so, uh-oh. Yeah, we'll hold up on on that. Jesus one. Christ. It's a fun one. So Scarlet Witch, and then that one question. Yeah, we next episode. Yeah, we got ammo for next episode. <laughs> Which is in one two question. weeks worth of testing on the stupid nineteen point red objective. I hate you, Opagani. Um, and uh, Scarlet Witch next week, I yep. guess. Yep, we got to do some testing. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for participating. Hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a total crap fest, but it should sound good on the other side. Uh, <laughs> Christmas is at a skills. Thank you guys again. We'll see you next time. Peace. 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 Peace.